the perverse prank's name before a revolting trickling sound can be heard in the... All right, so this basically just, like, describes what peeing your pants is. <laughs> Brunch! Hit it, boys! Shout out to Pete. I was like, okay, we're, we only got 40 minutes on this session. If we want to be able to, to squeeze in an episode, we got to get going. So no pleasantries, as my dad, Mike Felger says, let's just get right into it. And you were like, bet you didn't press record. Guess what I hadn't done. You got to give me a little bit more credit than that. I said, please press the record button. I was very kind, very, uh, very forgiving for your, your errors last week. But honestly, your errors last week, I, I appreciate them because we got a much better episode. Oh yeah, I don't want to go have, through that again. Again, we said it on it last week. Like we had something happen. That was the yeah. best thing in the world. Um, I prefer not to do that every week, though. So yeah. thank you. Uh, I got a bike the other day. Oh no way! I've been thinking about getting a bike, man. So I didn't get a bike, but I'm thinking oh, about getting. A, a I'm thinking about getting a bike, and I want to try out uh, telling people that I have a bike to see how they react. Uh, very positive reaction on my end, cool. but if you get a bike, I might have to rethink my approach. If you get a bike, I might get some rollerblades. No, so oh, it's the so I I thought at the very beginning of this about getting rollerblades, and then I was like, it's going to be a pain in the neck because I'm going to have to get the same brand that I have of uh, skates because I can't take the chances of guessing on the rollerblades because they're going to get here in five years, and then if they're the wrong on the size, size, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm, I think my skates are my skates are either Bowers or Nikes. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to get one of those two, and I don't like being locked in. And there's just a lot of pressure, and they're probably like nine hundred dollars, right? Just a, a lot of a lot of different things that uh, that go with it. But I liked the idea of getting rollerblades. I also I like the idea of getting bikes. I don't think that this is one that we should be hesitant to do the same thing. So like, I, there, there's a yin and a yang to, to our thing. But I think a lot of what we do is that we agree with each other and that like if one of us says something there's not much thought into like fuck that there's like a okay well now this is part of my life so Fair. if we both got bikes a we could see each other we go for true. bike rides together that's true uh what, what uh, i was gonna ah uh, damn it i was gonna say well the the only option here is that we consolidate and we get a tandem bike but we can't do that because it doesn't uh it doesn't um it doesn't adhere adhere to social distancing yeah that would stink and that would man people you think people would yell at us yeah probably for sure Uh, well i I guess you can't because like what if we were roommates true and i feel like there's a lot people's bark meaning their twitter activity is a lot worse than their bite meaning their irl activity uh regarding the enforcing social distancing for sure. I was I went for a walk and I saw some idiots playing wiffle ball and I marched right up to my phone and texted two of my friends about it. I didn't <laughs> do it. Like, and I'm sure that nobody I'm sure that nobody during the well, day was but like also, hey, assholes. But I mean I can't can't like blame you because you're trying to social distance, so getting in a confrontation is probably not the thing you want to do during social distancing. I thought about that today too. I was sitting on my uh, front, uh, uh, my front steps reading, and uh, a guy was walking down the street, and he was in a real huff. And I was like, clearly this guy's worked up about something. But what if he's in that like pre 
killing Gale Huff <laughs> mindset that Jesse's in, you know? Yeah. When he's just like all worked up because he knows he's like about to do something crazy. Yeah. Like, what if that guy is, and I saw him coming to, like down the street, it's like, like our age. I'm like, what if this guy is just like coming to, to just, on like, his way to murder? Right. To like beat me up, to break into my apartment or something. I would have to be like, whoa and like jump way back and be like dude i hate that you're doing this but i can't i can't get into confrontation with you the worst thing that can happen is either of us touch each other this is like a a a great time for for me as like a a very small person who loves to shit talk like i could just go out in public and shit talk people and be like whoa 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 buddy don't come within six feet of me that's oh that's a great call yeah we do see those videos of like fights on the subway yeah, but I think that other than that, I would say that like fights are are down because like bar interactions are down. Yeah, like bar interactions, social interactions for the most part down. Like yeah. people are staying far apart. Not a lot of fights. Uh, I mean, although like, the UFC is returning this weekend. Dumb. I mean, predictably and obviously, unfortunately, like like d- domestic d- oh, abuse yeah, and sure. shit like that is is way up because people are in the same place. So of course people are going to be as bad as they can possibly be to each other. But you're right. Like as far as like things that prompt fights on like a day-to-day basis is like drinking in a bar near people or like, Hey, that guy, that guy drove past me too fast or something like (laughs) road rage probably isn't happening either. Uh, Do you think that like once, once things open up and people start returning to bars and flocking that like the fights will, will skyrocket or will everybody be so happy to just be at a bar? Well, there's also the, I think that if you're at a bar, then you're probably willing to fight because I mean, a lot of us are going to be hesitant to go out in those big groups anyway. Like Like, I'm still not going to a bar. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not going to a bar once this opens because I, I'm, I, I just need, call me old fashioned. I need that herd immunity, man. Yeah, that's um, I have a trip to Portland planned at the beginning or like the mid midway through July. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the chances of that happening? Portland, Maine. Yes. Got to clarify for our uh, national users. Our I had international a, audience. I just canceled or no, I didn't just cancel. I pretty much immediately as soon as it started canceled a trip for the end of this month to Portland, Maine. So mm-hmm. uh, July. May, I would July, say, yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not doing that. Probably not. Because uh, what everybody loves about Portland, Maine is breweries and the restaurants. And I don't think uh, people are going to be doing those so much. But here's the thing. So like, th- it's really contingent on, uh, on the Airbnb situation, because if the Airbnb allows it, which I'm not totally sure that it will, I know that Airbnbs are not allowed to operate in Maine right now. Um, if if like the restaurants and the breweries are like doing takeout stuff where you can just come pick it up and bring it uh, elsewhere i'm still down to do the trip that would be yeah like i like the the restaurants and and the breweries enough and like so i would feel like i was kind of helping like support those local businesses and like it's it would be nice enough in the middle of the summer to just like get some beers and go enjoy some good food and like sit around in the sun in Portland. Yeah. I, th- I think that I've actually got that planned for this week. I'm going to do a run up to Maine and pick up some stuff from, 
I always forget that I, I love the place, uh, but I always forget the second word of it. It's either Main Beer, Main Brewing Company. Have you ever been there? Where is it? Uh, yeah, Main Beer Company, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they have That's great. It. They do like lunch and yes, brunch lunch, dinner. dinner. Yeah. yeah, they're great, and they're like honestly, I would say that of all the breweries, and I've been getting a lot of stuff from breweries trying to support them, them folks. Of all the places that I can guarantee you, there's not a drop of coronavirus. That place. Have you ever been to their quote unquote brewery? No, but I heard it's like pristine. I heard you can like eat off the floor. It is the most. Cl- I was there with my parents one time. I've probably said this on the podcast after. I was like, I need someone to walk around this room, just lightly spilling. Beer I was gonna say, so. I was gonna say like I don't like my breweries like that. Yes, you need you need to have like that smell of not just beer that's like being brewed clearly like. Active beer. Yes, like, active beer. I need active beer spilled all over the place. I don't like the I don't like walking to and from the bathroom without any stickiness. Right. I need a little something from my brewery. So that that place is so pristine. That place is like a freaking hospital. I feel that way about bars for the most part too. Like I, I like uh, I like a little dinginess and a little oh, yeah. dirtiness to my to my uh like dive bar scene. Um but like especially in the brewery because like breweries to me it feels like your fake brewery if you're super clean and like in pristine and everything shiny right there's just like a uh, an authenticness to having a somewhat dirty brewery space right i think that here's here's how i like my breweries the cleanliness and they have to do so much stuff exactly right and perfectly when they're making the beer and they've got i I don't know what it's called but like they've got a spray that they've got a use it in the canning process or something because everything's got to be just so that like if it's quote-unquote contaminated or whatever the 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 batch gets ruined and everything gets screwed up so they've got to be so precise and so clean when they're actually making the beer that i like them uh kicking back afterwards yeah like them like you know what just like why don't you throw some laundry all over the place (laughs) maybe even yeah maybe even breweries can be clean i just need them to be a little messy yeah, I'm down with that. Maybe some that, socks uh, on the floor, some rollerblades I'm tripping over <laughs> when I'm walking in there. Uh, speaking of the, back to the rollerblades conversation, like I think I'm more, uh, I think I'm more leaning towards getting into rollerblading. One because I have an apartment and I don't really have a, a great place to store my bike. Like you have more, uh, you have more space than I, I do. Yeah, and uh, rollerblades would be nice and compact. And I also just feel like it's kind of a better workout. It is. It is. And you'll get that. I don't know. Like, what's a. I, I've done a lot of spin, or I, I used to. I'm going to tell you right now, I am six million pounds right now. But, like, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily had a certain type of body from doing so much, uh, so much exercise on a bike. But I'll tell you what, if someone, like, if someone plays hockey and if someone skates a lot, skating is just such a different workout that this is going to sound incorrect i'm sure to anybody who knows anything about exercise but the skating workout is so much different than i think any other workout and your body clearly tells you that like I mean, it looks hockey legs are undefeated and right, hockey butts you, you know a uh, emily kaplan did a great story on uh how hockey players can't buy jeans yes and how it's just like they've got like they got like a 38 waist and like a i don't know like a like 28 length or 30 length or something like that just like this absurd mishmash of of trying to make the legs and the ass work 
I'm uh, I'm playing NHL uh, on Twitch with John Carlson next weekend, and uh, I, uh, I I quote tweeted like a picture of him like a couple weeks ago, and he was just laying on the ground playing with his daughter or his son, I forget, uh, but it was like a, a baby, and he's just laying on the ground, and his ass looked like a tank. And I quote tweeted it with like absolutely no reason to be dragging all this wagon. And I cannot wait <laughs> to tell him and ask him about uh, his his hockey butt and how he buys pants. Yeah. I mean, I would think I, I get my jeans tailored anyway. I think that they definitely have to. But I, I recommend to anybody when you get jeans, get them tailored. What, Sounds uh, like a ridiculous your, expense, but what are your jeans, jean dimensions? Oh, boy. Uh, I um, I think I do. You don't oh, know off the top of your head? Yeah, I, I just haven't thought about stuff like that in forever. Like if this were pre quarantine, I would rattle it off off the top of my head. I do know the answer. Um, 30, 32 or 33, 30. Okay. Sometimes um, 32, 32, sometimes 33, 32. Okay. I am the ultra rare, ultra boxy. 3030. Really? No, that's yeah. cool. No, because I mean 30 I've done 3232 before, so I think that you can have the the exact match. Yeah, it's not uh they're not often found like in the wild other than like at like a jean place that just has wall to wall jeans. Yeah. It, it actually is for you say boxy. It is funny. Like the third, I know what you're talking about with like the 30, 30, they look yeah. like a ridiculous pant. It does. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I have a ridiculous body. So the only jeans I've worn during this and I have more jeans in a while have been, I was, uh, I was Mike Felger for Halloween a few years ago and I needed some like, don't give an F clothes. Mm-hmm. And I went to Old Navy and there were, I don't know what cut they were supposed to be, but the jeans were legitimately like $3. I was like, perfect. And I don't really wear them out, but I'll tell you, like, there's some good like lounging around the apartment jeans. So I've been doing that those, but I don't exist. Need, I've probably outgrown them now. Lounging I, I got, around the apartment jeans is uh, not a thing that exists. I've just been doing, I don't know. I, I've just been doing... Um, I mean, I was doing a ton of sweatpants early on, but now I'm just doing like gym shorts constantly. Yeah, man, the weather's changing. I don't even know if I'm going to swap out my um, my clothes because, like, I have I have uh, I have my summer clothes back at my mom's house, but I have all my gym shorts here, and like, I'm not going to be going outside to do stuff like when it's hot. So, what do I what do I need like real shorts for? Oh yeah, I've 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 got some real shorts if i need to do them but i've just been mainly gym shorts i do i also have like i have like a tub of my summer stuff and i can just kind of swap in and out the old closet situation but even when uh i heard the news about old uh not old navy j crew j you see j yeah. crew went bankrupt I did. which i don't I, I don't understand bankruptcy at all because they, they filed for bankruptcy and their website's still active and it seems like their store is still a thing but they're just bankrupt. Yeah, I don't understand what it means either. Um, very much like in the Michael Scott boat here, where it's yeah. just I have no idea what it is, and I'll just yell it when I have to do it. That's oh, that's the thing. Future. Like I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna have to do it at some point. <laughs> You'll be but... finding out about it for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I was like the the webs. I was like, oh, maybe they've got like a closeout sale or something. And uh, ooh, that's what when uh, 
when clothing retailers go out of sale, that's they should call it a clothes out sale. Oh my god! Got to get all the clothes out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got all we but got all these clothes. We had big plans for them, and now we're embarrassed. We got to get rid of these. But I was looking, and I was like, I don't know what what is what's summer fashion look like this year. And I was like, what does that fucking matter? Well, I, I the dumbest thing that you could buy right now yeah, would like be like hot shit for yeah. the summer. Well, I've been seeing like a ton of places pushing like quarantine clothes. Like here's here's some some hot loungewear for the ladies, smart. and it's like smart. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, just wear your shittiest t-shirts around the house. I did in the early days. I remember I did a um, like look good, feel good day. Yeah, I uh, and I this was like on a uh, this wasn't even like a work day. I think this was a Saturday, and. Uh, because for work, I'm just doing, I think, what everybody's doing when they've got to get in front of anything. They just put on a shirt, and that's yeah. it. But I did, uh, it was like a Saturday, and I was like, ooh, I wonder how these shoes will go with these jeans and this shirt. And I like, I looked nice, and I didn't feel that much better. So I was like, all right, I won't be doing this again. Yeah, I guess like if it makes you like feel better and puts you in a better, better mental health space, then like d- do it, go for it. But it's just like it feels weird to me that that these companies are like pushing to capitalize off like quarantine. And I know like they got to stay alive and and do their their best business practices and whatever. And people probably aren't buying going out. Hey, clothes these are uncertain times, man. People forget. Yeah, it's just like weird to me that that people are like quarantine fashion. Like, who cares, man? <laughs> that is, yeah. I, our, our friend Wayne, though, did get on top of that immediately. As soon as it started, he was like, yo, I'm getting more sweatpants. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that's but not, like, like, quarantine fashion. That's just basically, like, I'm going to be stuck in the house. Right. So, so that's, like, uh, smart fashion. Yeah. Uh, on the, so on the, on the bike thing, I still haven't settled this. Here's the issue with the bike thing. I don't want to spend a lot of money on it because there's a good chance, and this happens, I think, when people get a lot of things. Like when you sign up for a gym mm-hmm. and you don't go for like the first nine weeks because you're like, oh, well, I don't want to be that person who's new to the gym and looks lost and everything. So you just kind of put off actually going. I could see myself getting the bike and then between allergies, which stink, and just indifference, that thing not getting touched for a little bit and then quarantine ends and i'm like well i'm not gonna fucking ride a bike by myself like a loser and i'll never touch it and you only really have like a five month window to begin with yeah but i need i need to be doing i need to be doing something though that uh that gets me moving because walks are boring yeah for sure i'm too lazy to start running i feel i feel like bike uh, listeners let us know if this is correct i feel like biking eases you into running I feel like if you just start running cold, it's going to be a mess. I also get, I get this weird thing where when I haven't uh, broken a sweat for a while, like a real honest sweat, I get itchy as an AF. You ever get that? No. It, I've looked at that. We had this discussion. I don't even sweat when I work out. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't do uh, cardio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I find it easier to ease into cardio life by biking versus running so i don't know but i between like you get the bike and then you got to get the uh the helmet i guess those are only two things but i don't know like i don't want to spend i don't think you have to get a helmet 
Really? Yeah, I mean, like people raw dog their bike rides. Yeah, I would definitely raw dog my bike ride. Like, I'm confident enough in my ability to ride a fucking bike. Oh, I'm not. Really? It's, oh, it's the reason why I don't drink and drive, other than like well, I common mean, sense. that's stupid. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, that's a terrible comparison. I don't think that I don't think that a person should have confidence enough in themselves that they can do anything. Well, then, like, why aren't you wearing a helmet around in like your daily life? You don't know that I'm not. That's my quarantine fashion, <laughs> bruh. No, like. I, I I totally get it. Like on a motorcycle, like you're a fucking idiot if you're if you're riding a motorcycle without a, a helmet. Like that's crazy because then you're trusting other people on the road. But I, I think there's very much less of a factor. Like I'm not riding my bike in the in the street. If I was okay, riding my so bike so, in, in the street, then I would probably wear a helmet. Like I, I plan on riding my bike on like a bike path. There's one right, right by my house. So in that in that sense, I'm not wearing a helmet. That's a dope ass bike path, man. It's I've, pretty solid. I've I've lived that. That bike path was like a primary part of of my life for a long ass time. Really? I would just always hit that bike path. And if I get a bike, I'm going right back to that fucking thing. See, so I don't think you need a helmet. Like I, 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 I think, think I'm that, still I think that we had, we envisioned like a different a different sort of like bike experience because I'm not riding mine in the street. I could do. I could do, I, I would try to not do it in the street because then you want to talk about trusting other people. That's why I would nobody do it. hates a person on a bike more than a person in a car. So they're borderline like trying to get you. Mike from Woburn killing me on my bike in the street would be yeah. the, uh, not the way that I want to go. Right. Oh, he'd be all about it. Feidelberg. He's, he he listens to the, he listens to the podcast. He would hate us if we became street bike people. And I think that he'd be bummed if we were the people that he killed on a bike. Like I don't, I don't think that he's yeah. like actively seeking to kill somebody on a bike, but I think that he's got a little bit of that. And this is kind of uh, common that like bikers get what they deserve energy, and like mm-hmm. they they wouldn't. This is horrible. Like they wouldn't hate to see one go. Yeah, but I think that he would hate to see us go. Yeah, he would. He would be. He would be like, oh, I'm not mad that I hit them, and then he got out of the car and been like, oh, damn it. It had to be like, them too, right? He'd be like, of all the guys, and it is them too because we're on a tandem bike. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this about bike purchasing, and I knew this from the jump. Don't tell yourself that you need any certain kind of bike. Every bike does the job of you can yeah. take it for a bike ride. Yeah, and I f- I feel like this. I feel like purchasing a bike is one of the easiest experiences to upsell yourself as your as you're purchasing or like upsell your needs. Well, in your experience too, uh, bike pants. Oh yeah. I've, I've still <laughs> I remember those. that story. <laughs> Dude, I thought about that the other day. You got the Mercedes Benz of bike pants for fucking some reason. <laughs> and then walked out of the store. And I, I don't even know if I was at my car when I was like, no, I'm not waiting a month to do this. I'm doing this right now. I walked back in and I was like, look, sir, very flattering. You thought I could swing these, but do you have bike pants that are not? I forget what they were. They were crazy. Yeah, all I need is a bike that uh, the steering wheel doesn't fly out the window doesn't while I'm driving. Whiff out the window. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Um, would you get bike pants? No. You want me to show you my bike pants? Uh, no, I know what bike pants look like. That's okay. Just over it's there? Not, I don't think it's. I don't think it's good podcasting. Why? <laughs> I mean, I mean, half of the podcasting that we do isn't good podcasting anyway. So fine, I'll describe them to you. <laughs> okay. So everyone gets them. They're shorts. They uh, they hit below the knee, and they got some padding in the uh, butt and uh, other in between region. 
Yeah, they got they, they got like some nice gooch sitting. So I was trying to avoid any of those words. But like that's the biggest concern with bike pants or with biking. Right. It's the most uncomfortable part of biking. Sorry right. to am I right ladies? But yeah. I mean I guess that's probably an issue for ladies too. Y'all with y'all with me? <laughs> yeah. Um so oh so I I went I was going to go to a bike store yesterday. I drove to it and on the door, it said in all caps, the door is locked. <laughs> Call this number to be let in. And I was like, I'm already intimidated by the bike buying experience. I'm definitely. Oh, you said you, not- you, did you like actually go to buy a bike and then you were kind of like shut up? I was going to go in and be like, hey, it's through my face mask. I was going to be like, hey, look, I don't really, I'm just looking for a bike trying to get from A to B. What's the cheapest used one you've got? And then. Like, I don't know what the answer would be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer would be either. Like, what could it cost? Ten dollars? Yeah, I, I think so. Because on like Amazon and on like Walmart.com, you can find like what looks like every quote unquote mountain bike or whatever that everybody had when they were kids. You can find that for like two hundred fifty bucks, and it's probably a really crappy brand. But we're not we're not trying to cure cancer here, right? We just want. Oh, there. Would you get one of those bikes that are like clearly just for leisure? Uh, you know those ones? They're yeah, just, like, the, like a Martha's Vineyard bike. Yes, exactly. Would you get one of those for a bike path? Yeah, I mean, th- those bikes are cool as hell. Yeah, but that that is so that, that that might be pushing it though. You might need to to upsell it a bit. Maybe just crank it I mean, up to one level higher. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to to competitive bike, but I am trying to get something out of it. And I feel like those leisurely bikes aren't, aren't designed for that. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just got to get the legs moving. Those are just designed from getting, getting from point A to point B and looking as cool as possible in the process. Right. That is some real like Martha's vineyard block Island type thing. Like you're probably drunk while you're <laughs> riding it, but it's just like, you got to go a half a mile down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And you and, throw it on the lawn. There's a basket in the front because you need to bring like your beers. Oh, dude, I thought B. about that. I thought about that. I would for sure get either a basket or something. Like when I would go to pick up beers, that's what I would do. Because I, basically every Saturday I make a run to some brewery to pick up beers. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to just be towing some beers on your little bike. So think about it, everybody. Let us know. Today's episode of Brunch is brought to you by Warby Parker. Warby Parker is one of my favorite sponsors of this podcast because I wear their glasses all the time. I'm wearing them right now. DJ, how do I look? Spectacular. They got them cool frames. Was that an intentional play on words with spectacle? Oh, not bad. Nice. Shout out Latin, maybe? I don't know. Probably. Sure. Uh, Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create Create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Probably not in stores anymore, but they're still online. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Those are new. Sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. I've been on Warby Parker plenty of times. All you got to do is take a quiz and then you can order a home try-on kit, which sends you five pairs of glasses that you choose, and you get to try them on around the house, see which ones look best on your face, which ones you like best, which ones are most comfortable for you. Uh, 
Uh, it's very, very valuable. And I've done it plenty of times. And I've got a few pairs of Warby Parkers that I absolutely love. So if you want to do the same thing, try Warby Parkers free home try-ons. Uh, order five pairs for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. They ship for free, and it includes a prepaid return shipping label. So it's it's literally the easiest thing that you could ever do. Uh, it, it's wonderful. So go to warbyparker.com slash brunch to get your free home try-on kit. That's five pairs of glasses, no obligation to buy. Warbyparker.com slash brunch. Go do it. This week in challenges, we've got, courtesy of the New York Post, the pee your pants challenge. The headline, social media bozos are now peeing their pants out of lockdown boredom. Have you peed your pants yet, man? Have you done it? No. <laughs> haven't even thought about it, gotta say. I was going to say, like, I legitimately haven't even considered <laughs> peeing my pants. Shout out to pardon my take, though. I mean, way ahead of the curve on this they one. Were, yes, right. They're, they're, everyone's just doing piss dogs. Yeah. Except they're doing it without celebrities. I mean, Part- that sounds that sounds super, super not what I do during this quarantine because I haven't done laundry once. My laundry game has been amazing because I'm just wearing like the same five things, maybe four things. So I'm just constantly doing laundry. Oh, you're constantly doing laundry? Yeah. Have, oh, interesting. Well, I don't have you. You have like an in-home laundry thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got to pay for mine. And I'm not trying to do that. Oh, yeah. That's a pain in the neck. I feel so, bad for people who don't have laundry in their building even. That must be really annoying these days. Oh, that's got to be the worst. Um, yeah, I have it in my building. And I also – I usually, like, go home and do my laundry. Um, but I'm not going home. So, uh, yeah, I've just been – I've been limiting my laundry. Not a ton of it. But once the bars and, and, uh, and breweries open up, I'll just bring, bring some dirty laundry and throw it on the floor. All right, shout out Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. Uh, this is the New York Post story. The lead is, you're in the club. Oof. Just in case you thought the coronavirus hashtag stay at home challenge couldn't get any grosser, bored isolationists are now posting TikTok videos of themselves wetting their own pants. The hashtag pee your pants challenge hashtag currently boasts 3.9 million views on TikTok with dozens of clout chasing chuckleheads heeding nature's call on camera to keep entertained amid lockdown. In the original viral clip, a 19-year-old comedian, Liam Weyer, can be seen in front of a mirror nonchalantly announcing to the perverse prank's name before a revolting trickling sound can be heard in the... All right, so this basically just like describes what peeing your pants is. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, if, if it's funny, then, I, uh, then by all means, go for it. Like, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your time in quarantine, but I, I bet like the first one might be funny and then like the rest of them are just fucking stupid. I do. I don't like the idea of participating in the challenge, but the challenge existing, I will say, I find pretty funny. It's like, all right, everyone's bored. Some of them are uh, like losing their jobs. It's like there's a lot of chaos going on. Like people don't know, like people don't know where they're getting their, their next meal, where they're getting their next paycheck. And a group of what I'm assuming are young whites have just begun pissing themselves. I mean, it's it's one of those challenges that doesn't really hurt anybody, really. So I guess <laughs> go for it. I, it's way less dangerous than eating Tide Pods. So that is kids. That's like what kids are contributing or like young adults, <laughs> I guess, are contributing to all this. 
Imagine being like one of those parents though. It's yeah. just like you're stuck in the house with your goddamn demon child <laughs> all fucking day. And then out of nowhere, your it adult son just pissing is itself. pissing himself. <laughs> and like they're what's their reality? Like, you don't get it's for TikTok, but it's like, well, <laughs> look, I know that TikTok did not exist for a lot of my life, but I'm quite sure I guarantee this to, is not what it's about. Right. Like we you don't need to be pissing your pants so we're not participating in the hashtag pee your pants challenge i guess if it's not harming anybody we're not shaming you if you're doing it but uh we are way more into as viral things go these days pete and i both quite fond of the murder hornet discussion (laughs) (laughs) not of the of the hornets themselves let's clear that up for sure not murder hornet stands just yet um but it's incredible like how on the same page we were. Uh, and that's saying a lot since we're on the same page when it comes to a lot of things. But like we are could not be more on the same page with the murder hornets because um, we both said that we are not seeking out information. We're about not the reading murder up. Hornets. We're not yeah. boning up. But if it comes across our desk, we are for sure thumbing through that file and doing some research. All It's so weird. That, I mean, one of my friends brought this up to me the other day. They're like... Uh, it was probably in some sort of light, hey, everything you're doing is a cry for help thing. But they were like, it seems like all you're doing is this, this, and researching murder hornets. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm not researching murder hornets. I've got a lot to say about murder hornets because whenever I see something pop up about murder hornets, I'm for sure watching it. I've watched all two of the videos that I've seen. You've seen two videos too, but I think that we've seen one of the same and then the other one was different. Yeah, what's the one uh, that you've seen other than the one of the murder hornet getting swarmed by the, the what Japanese, it, Japanese bees? bees? Yes. Yeah, and they make it overheat. They basically fry it to death by uh, swarming it and keeping it in like this little cave of heat. The Which, Japanese- by the way, very bad for the murder hornet brand. I was instantly less afraid of the murder hornets knowing that they just can't s- sustain like a little bit of heat. Well, I mean, everybody's got their Achilles heel, which honestly... When I heard there was something called a murder hornet, I assumed that this might be the first thing that just doesn't have a weakness. But it's good to know that they do have a weakness. That video, I got to say, if it's the first murder hornet video you watch, maybe it won't uh, be that all in a bag of chips for you. But um, or all, yeah, all that in a bag of chips for you. But it's pretty kinda, gnarly. If you, you under if you've you seen a murder see. hornet do anything to anybody else you're like, okay, I need to see how this thing can die. And then you watch this video, and the Japanese bees, very crafty, very strategic. They don't fight the murder hornet. They say, look. They lure them in, even. We're all just going to go up against this wall. Yeah. that's where. Hey, look, you want a a wall of bees? You're stronger than us. You can have any of us you want. Yes, sir. So then the murder hornet's like, all right, let me just grab one of these bees. And then once it kills that first bee... They're all like, or once it's killing the first bee, they're like, okay, it's busy now. Let's swarm them. And they just smoke them out, man. They, yeah, they smoke them out. They're like like bees on honey. They're, they're on that murder hornet like a snap of a finger. And you, I got to say, it's a, a real tough draw to be the one bee that fucking dies out of like a colony of hundreds, right. maybe thousands of bees. And you're just like the sacrificial lamb. They're like, it's so easy. Hey, we figured out how to uh, kill the murder hornet. Sweet. What do we do? So this is going to sound you crazy. Gotta die. So we all go against the wall. And then the murder hornet comes in. 
And the bees like, yeah, oh, I, I bet we smoke them out at some point because that temperature thing. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, so the so murder us. hornet comes in, and once it begins to kill you, we you're right. We smoke them out. Good job. <laughs> got, we are okay. right. You're right on the. You're right yeah. on the plan, man. We are going to remember you as a smart <laughs> cookie. <laughs> Do you think that the that the the Japanese bee, the one that dies, uh, becomes like a martyr? I think so, probably they're like, yo, that was like very a, cool. Of do they Devin. build? Do they build statues in that bee's honor? Yeah, they're like, yo, this is for Devin. We avenged his death. He tell you what, he he understood the plan. He didn't sound like he was very <laughs> on board with it, but we we're glad it worked out. The, so the other video I saw, and this really set the stage for me to, I guess, be relieved uh, to see the video of a murder hornet dying, was a murder hornet against a mouse. Oh wow! And I oh my that. god! Oh my god! I'm still shuddering even thinking about it. The entire time, the murder hornet is just all over the mouse, and every action that the mouse is doing is please just get off. I just please just get off me. It's not trying to kill the murder hornet. I don't think it's just like fighting for its life. It is clearly getting killed, and it's like oh my god! Please no. Don't you don't have to do this? And the murder hornet is just vicious, and it's like a two minute video. Damn. That video fucked me up, man. Uh, yeah, the one that I saw was a murder hornet versus a man. It was just a guy who, for YouTube, goes out and gets stung by like these crazy animals and takes like bites and stings and kind of like reports back on it. He's like the bear grills of YouTube or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, he took a sting from a mur- murder hornet. And all oh boy, that did not look fun. Like at first I thought he was faking it. He was like doing all these dramatic screams and rolling around on the ground, writhing in pain. And I was like, okay, this guy's selling it for, for YouTube views. And then I noticed the swelling on his arm. The swelling on his arm was like the size of like a fucking baseball. And it was just like go, growing up and down his arm. And oh. it looked horrible. So uh, yeah, that made that kind of sold me on the murder hornet uh being terrifying do you know what the murder hornet does when it stings you uh it doesn't die this is crazy it sends off a pheromone because it's so horny from stinging you and this is now secondhand i heard this from jim murray it's so horned up from stinging you that it's got to tell all of its friends that it just got laid and then it sends off that 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 pheromone, the signal to the all to all of his friends that like, yo, we got one, and then yeah. they all come and they start fucking you up and sending off their things to the rest of their friends. So that's got a lie. That's got to be a lie. You got to be making that up. Well, I, I think we'd only know if you if if we had someone who was around a ton of murder hornets. I think I we've suppose. only seen like isolated murder hornet things. I mean, if that's true. That's scary as fuck. Toast. Like yeah, uh, that's like just like the most bloodthirsty animal on the in the world. Apparently, I'll say a lot of people are getting uh, like the. I feel like the news is taking a lot of heat. Uh, shout out uh, Japanese hornets. The news is taking a lot of heat for the whole murder hornet craze because they're like, oh, really? One hasn't even. I think that one isn't even in the states. Isn't no, they're, they, yeah, they've like if, been they've begun finding them in like the Pacific Northwest. Okay, like Washington State. Oh, really? So they yeah. so they are confirmed 
in yeah, the United that's States. How, that's how yeah, that's how this whole discussion started. Because Oof. as you know, like these things have been around and people here don't care about it unless it's happening to us. Okay, so that that makes me feel less great. But everyone's like uh, At least it's on the other side of the country. Do you Sorry to any of our listeners in the Pacific Northwest, but good luck. <laughs> People are doing the like, do you understand though that it would need to do this and blah, blah, blah. And to call it murder hornet is you're just trying to get a rise out of everybody and you're trying to scare them. Murder hornet is the most badass fucking name. Oh, hell yeah. And the most, <laughs> and like, I don't necessarily celebrate the name, but I mean, that is going to, we talked about this yesterday, that is going to get your fucking attention. Oh, yeah. And so like, I'm not shaming anybody for that name. Oh, for sure. And I, I like the cut of the murder hornet's jib. No false advertising. Uh, just telling you straight off the bat, being very transparent about what it's all about. It's and, wild. They they would never allow this, but the Charlotte Hornets is such a whack Charlotte name. Charlotte Murder Hornets. But if you just change it to the Murder Hornets, if there is a team, you're like, man, we're going up against the Murder Hornets. That's crazy. If you just add I mean, murder to, I think, most team names, like the Murder Bruins. <laughs> like, yeah, it was already a fucking bear, man. Thanks. Now, I, now I, I'll never sleep. I mean, the, the Seattle hockey team still in still hasn't announced its name. It could be a, a quick rebrand here. I mean, they landed in Washington. I was going to say, you perfect. said it's in Washington State. Yeah. yeah. So, the Murder Devils? I, uh, the Murder... The, I mean, the, the Murder, murder Devils kind of seems redundant. Well, I think uh, that with most animals, it's redundant. Fair. Uh, yeah, no, I, so, like, I I like the name, and this is what I said to you. The name captures your attention, like great branding for for uh, big murder hornets. Is that like we we would never check out the murder hornets? I don't think unless if they had a different name. Like because their name murder hornets, we're like, huh, this has come across my desk. I got to check it out. Right. Like I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of bugs that I hate, like palmetto bugs and shit like that. I only hate it because I know what it looks like and it's gross. And really, if you have bug in the name, it's going to stink. But generally, if someone's like, if someone says, called that thing a, a word I'd never heard before, like maybe, bug. I'd, maybe I'd find it like mysterious and therefore scary. But I mean, when you are, when you come in hot with murder as the first thing, that is, that's like, they're using murder as like an adjective, as like yeah. a modifier. Like, yeah, it's a type of hornet, but what kind? The kind that murders. That's terrifying. Do you know that I've never been uh, stung by anything before? Kind of crazy. Really? Never been stung by a bee, hornet, wasp. I was in a band in middle school. Drummer had uh, wasps in his house. And so I was like, all right, let's just scale back these rehearsals. It's not going to go anymore. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I've been stung twice in my life. Once was this past summer. Ooh, by a, I'm pretty sure both were by bees, maybe, and not hornets. Um, once uh, was at like a birthday party when I was, I would say like probably like 12, 12 or 13, stung right between the eyes. Ooh. First time I've ever been stung right between the eyes at a birthday party. That one actually wasn't that bad because there's not like a lot of, uh, there's not a lot there to like, kind of isn't like. Isn't there bone and stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's not a lot to kind of like get hurt by. So okay. it was just kind of annoying to have like a, a bee sting between my eyes. This year, uh, I was stung on the inside of my bicep, mm -hmm. and that one hurt like a bitch. Oh, that might have been a hornet or something. I don't know. I've given up, and I, I used to ask 
what like how much does it hurt what does it feel like and everyone's story is so different it's like the episode of the office when roy comes in to attack jim and everyone has their own version and creeds is ridiculous i just don't trust anybody's story when they say what it feels like i mean honestly it's not that bad like unless you get stung by like some crazy like if you get stung by a regular bee right it's uncomfortable for about five ten minutes and then you get over it interesting i've uh Unless you're allergic. So that's the thing. Do you know? I don't know if I'm allergic. I don't... That's weird. I I probably... It's probably on paper in some system somewhere, whether or not I'm allergic to bees. But that's Have you ever seen the movie My Girl? No. Oh. That's... uh, That'll change your Could be allergic to that. Haven't seen that either. Uh, That'll change your opinion on on bees forever. Scarred me. I mean, whenever I see a video of someone like swarmed by bees... That sucks. And I, I for sure get, like, I'm afraid of bees as a result. If I see, I was at, uh, the Bruins were doing something at a golf course a million years ago. And uh, whoever the GM or somebody was like talking to the media and we're standing around in a circle and there was like a big bee flying around. I just turned off my recorder and walked away. I'm like, oh, it's not, I'll find out what that guy said later. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth it for me to have to deal with this bee. It was like, it was all up in like my, like business, it was terrifying. Um, so that's I just murder. noticed, by the way, that uh, yep. you're wearing a Beach Road Weekend hat. Oh, I sure am. That's a great hat, too. Thank you very much. Lots of we. Uh, I don't know R. if R. we P. said this. We we uh, sent away for a ton just of uh, Beach Road Weekend merchandise. We are going to really bury them with the hey, all we wear is Beach Road Weekend stuff. Can we come? So now we've just got this box of stuff. I've got like hats and shirts that I can give you. It's just sitting in my room. I've, but this one hat is pretty sweet. So Beach Road Weekend, we'll, uh, we'll see you next year. Um, we watched two things. Did you watch the Seinfeld stand-up? I did not watch the Seinfeld stand-up. Uh, okay. I watched the movie that we chose for this week. Cool. Well, then we'll, we'll hit on Seinfeld first. I think he's washed. Well, I, I don't really think that he was ever great at stand-up. Yeah, uh, maybe is, that's a hot take. Very overrated. I mean, I'm telling you for the last time is a classic, but I wonder if I went back and revisited it, would it be that that good? I mean, he's I, still like nobody I ever discusses him as like an all time great stand up comedian. They consider him a great all time great comedian because of Seinfeld. Right. At least I, that's my interpretation. I don't know. I think that if you were to. It's weird. He's just in his own class. It's very weird because he's kind, he's like for the most part clean and he, uh, everything is like so Seinfeldian. It's so observational and, and clearly making things out to be a bigger deal than they are. Well, I, yeah, I think a like of half of his, like unrealistic, half of his appeal is just that he's Jerry Seinfeld. Right. So, I mean, that's, like I feel like a lot of people, if they did the same set, wouldn't get as much of praise or whatever. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's great, and obviously love him, an absolute king, an absolute legend. But I was watching, man, I was watching this special, and then some of the things I got to chuckle out of. But it's like there, the whole thing is very uh, okay, boomer. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he's got this is like a real, a real boomer vibe to it. So a big, big switch up from his uh, legendary bit. Uh, what's up with girlfriend parents? 
Oh, that was so good. I played that for some friends via Zoom the other day. I, that, that was just an absolute uh, great, great clip. So Seinfeld's washed. So everyone, let everybody know. Tell your friends. He was great in so many things, but... Tweet at Seinfeld2K. Hashtag washed know. king. Yeah. I'm going to tweet at LeBron and be like, washed king. And he's <laughs> like, see? Oh, see, they don't believe in me. I'd be like, dude. Let's talk about Jerry Seinfeld. For once, it's not about you, dude. I was... <laughs> Can you can you just for once consider that maybe I'm talking about Jerry Seinfeld here? Hashtag washed king. Uh, by think? the way, big update for for the podcast: the Bohemian Rhapsody sequel has apparently been canceled. Hey, you very hate good. to see it. Very good. I mean, I was going to hate to see the sequel because I was definitely going <laughs> oh, go to go yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the absolute worst. Uh, what we did see was Ben Schwartz's. Uh, new improv project sonic yes sonic the hedgehog that movie which got off to an absolutely disastrous start uh in its marketing campaign do you remember that oh yeah he looked uh terrible and yeah. he looked it was the wrong blue and everyone was all mad about it i'm i was pissed i uh didn't know i saw i saw the credits and it was like ben schwartz and I thought that maybe Ben Schwartz would be a uh, human in it. That way I could take a picture of him with uh, Sonic and tweet out watching the Ben Schwartz uh, improv thing. And it's fucked. But he's just the voice of Sonic. I did watch the uh, the Ben Schwartz, Thomas Middleditch thing, the improv thing. And I liked it a lot, but I feel like most people maybe won't be crazy about it. Hmm. I haven't, I I haven't like- checked it out yet. I feel like unless you've been to an improv show before, and this, that, that this is not to sound like to be like a, a comedy snob or anything, but like if you've been around improv for a little bit, you're like maybe a little desensitized to maybe how uncomfortable and awkward and like at times just straight up not funny it is. And that's kind of its charm. But I don't know. Like I, I'm interested to see what everybody says about it. I, I know that Feidelberg said he liked it, um, but I could see that I could see this not getting uh, watched a a ton. I don't know how I feel about Ben Schwartz. Like, obviously, I loved him in Parks and Rec, and I think that he's probably, like, a really nice guy, and I'm sort of rooting for him. I just don't know if I like him. Like, I don't know if I I enjoy him in, like, anything other than Parks and Rec. He was very very funny and good in the the Ben Schwartz-Thomas Middleditch thing. I think that he's definitely a funny dude. I'm, I'm a fan. Okay. I don't think that he was that good in Sonic. Honestly. Right. I mean, we can get into who was that good in Sonic. Uh, Sonic is uh, Ben Schwartz is Sonic. Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik. James Marsden is a uh, cop. And um, yeah, and then James Marsden uh, has a <laughs> smoking hot wife. And uh, Sonic knocks out the power grid. <laughs> And that's kind of the movie. Yep. That's about it. I mean, it was uh, fine. Like it was, I'm going to forget about it in about 12 hours. Yeah. But it was like a, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it might be when I was watching it. My notes see, uh, the, the opening, the opening, uh, I don't know if it's called the credit sequence, whatever it is, but the scene that sets up the title card, you know what I'm talking about? I believe so. Whatever yeah. that's what those scenes are called was super weird it was just like he had to leave 
his mom or grandma or whatever the owl or turtle or something was, he had to leave. And he's like, I don't want to leave. And they're like, you have to go. And he's like, no, this is so sad. And then it's like, Sonic, the movie. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> that is true. I didn't know what you were talking because you had texted me and you were like, dude, what the hell? What is this movie with the opening thing? Uh, what Was that the part that you were like, it's very on brand for the podcast? Oh, no, no. That Sonic knocks out the grid. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Sonic takes the grid down. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh i mean that would be the cutest way possible to knock out the grid like this little cute blue alien nice guy from outer space yeah takes out the grid i mean that's probably not the way that you're envisioning it when you have your nightmares but like all things considered that wouldn't be the worst no i mean uh, squirrels and chipmunks are a big threat to the grid oh really yeah because they can get like into it and if like one of them jumps in and electrocutes itself then a Devin's cousin, the chipmunk, is now uh, dead. But B, now we're all... That was, that was callback humor to the Japanese bees. Uh, now the grid's out and Dr. Robotnik isn't there. I, I had no idea what Dr. Robotnik was doing in the movie. I had no idea what anybody was doing in the movie, to be honest. I thought Jim uh, Carrey was fine. I no, he, he was I, pretty solid. Jim Carrey was good as him, but I just like didn't know what the plot was. The grid goes out and... Uh, the United States are trying to figure out who did it and they hire Dr. Robotnik and he's chasing uh, James Marsden and Sonic and Sonic and James Marsden have a little uh, like buddy cop situation going on. And yeah, like like Dr. Robotnik is chasing Sonic the entire movie, but you never really know why. Like the government puts him up to it, but also, I mean, it's very much made seem like he wants sonic's powers right to extract his powers but you don't know for what purpose yeah so my notes are uh this movie is just elf that was probably in the first 15 minutes because he arrives in the our world instead of like a video game world and it's just basically like like pennies from heaven should have been playing and he should have been running into coffee shops in new york saying things about world's best cup of coffee you did it because it was just exactly elf um Sonic knocks out the grid in all caps. Uh, all Dr. Robotnik does is tell people he's more accomplished than them. His like first 10 lines are going up to people being like, you dream of doing things that I accomplish. He, he, he says accomplish so many times. Yeah. And I, once again, like not a lot of detail there about what Dr. Robotnik has accomplished. You know what it is? It's some real... Uh, I make 10 times as much as you energy. <laughs> yeah. uh, He's a guy that would have like a 10 page resume. Right. Uh, there's more drone guns than you'd expect in a kid's movie. Oh yeah, for sure. A lot of uh, drone guns. Basically all like the, the pe- the only people with weapons in this movie are the drones. Right. Just a lot of drones flying around shooting people. That's not horrifying at all. Uh, and then my last two notes, because I think I just gave up. I watched the rest of the movie, but uh, my last two notes are this movie has a longer fight scene than Pineapple Express. There's like a bar scene where they get in a fight. They just fight for like 45 minutes. And that's that scene triggered some real PTSD for me because it uses a, a, sound, a song from the NHL 20 soundtrack that is Ooh. horrible. Uh and it's just like my feet go boom, 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 oh, boom, yeah. boom, 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 and it it's like basically a music. Vi- it seems like a music video, 
Yeah. Because like you mentioned, this, the fight scene goes on for about 20 minutes and they play the entirety of the song. So it just seemed like that was like a promotional video for that song. Very weird. And then longer solo dance scene than Tropic Thunder. Because for some reason, I think it's like the middle of the movie. Jim Carrey is like working on his lab or something. There's a lot of filler in this movie. And he, yeah, oh, tons of filler. There's a lot of filler. There's like the big uh, Jim Carrey dancing. There's like a montage of uh, just like a random bucket list montage for uh, for Sonic and, and his pal James Marsden. It's just like a lot of it is just gets is getting sidetracked. My heart just stopped and I was like, wait, did I press record this time? And I just checked and I did. You did. Yeah. Oh, man, that would have been so crazy. Hilarious. Yeah, there's when this movie ended, I was like. Yeah, I guess like everything yeah. was just like so telegraphed. They, it it ended with experience. like they were like James Marsden and his wife were like, "Yo, you can live with us." Yeah, and I'm like, "Sick." Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe the who knows how they'll get along as roommates. And the movie was over. And they had like this. They had like a very dramatic goodbye scene at then at the end of the movie, but like they hadn't actually fought Doctor Robotnik yet. Uh, for like the big conclusion so like you knew that that wasn't the goodbye so it all felt like very fake what even happened what what happens with dr robotnik i don't even remember uh they they get transported via the rings back to green hills and then james marsden throws one of the rings and sonic like supercharges and pushes his spaceship through the ring hole and he goes and lands on the planet with all the mushrooms. Oh, do, oh man, I gotta say, this this movie, not uh, if you're from the planet with mushrooms, maybe sit this movie out because yeah. all this movie does is shit on the planet, shit of on this planet of mushrooms where uh, Sonic has left his planet to go to the planet Earth, and he's got a bunch of rings. And in case he needs to leave this planet and the next planet he can go is one with mushrooms. And all a- he does is complain about, um, anything but that place. It sucks. It's just a bunch of mushrooms. It's uh, I- I'm like, man, how do people from this planet feel watching this movie? Somehow Sonic in this movie hates mushrooms more than like Super Mario would. Yeah, that's true. Wait, no, mushrooms are good. No. And yeah, you, yeah, mu- mushrooms make you big. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's the, you're you're thinking was, of Koopa Troopas. Koopa Troopas, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that Koopa... They look like mushrooms, though. Yeah, it's very Maybe confusing. Maybe they're just classifications of good and bad mushrooms in the Super Mario world. Uh, I'm not a, not a video game guy. Not a Harry Potter guy. No. Have a, uh, may the, it's it's going to be May the 4th be with you. Oh, 
Lust, even I bit into the mall.